You're listening to Insert Quest here. I'm Ray, my pronouns are they, them, and today's quest is Reclaimed. Uh, this is another edition of Solo. Uh, I said that there were going to be four in a row. I decided to do a fifth just because it ended up making sense with the way our schedule was panning out. Uh, so you either would have got this episode in October or you would have got it in September. So we're just going to do it at the beginning of September. Uh, Reclaimed is a game for one to three players about that which is left behind and lost which is kind of interesting. It's created by Eli Thorolt, I think might be how that's pronounced. I think it's a French name, so I'm probably pronouncing too many of the vowels. Um, I apologize. I did try to look up a pronunciation guide and didn't have much luck, unfortunately. Um, I haven't read too far ahead in this game. Um, It appears to be a bunch of scripted scenes, semi-scripted scenes that prompt questions afterwards. Um, And there's, I think there are dice rolls to determine what order they come in. So that's kind of interesting. Um, But other than that, there's a bit of an opening text. So I guess we'll start there. Uh, By the way, if you're not familiar with Solo, uh, I'm surprised uh, by now, but, uh, the format is that we play through single person RPGs. So this is for one to three players. So we're playing the single player version. Uh, I figured I should mention that before I jump into the introduction. I realized I hadn't mentioned it. Uh, so here we go. Uh, sort of our actual play game dissection hybrid. This is the introduction for the game itself. You were a weapon. You were the Sabre Mark 87B. You were unique. You were deadly. You never let anything get in the way of the mission. You and your pilot were unstoppable. But then came the day that you weren't. You have rebooted after being struck down in battle. Untold time has passed. The war has left you behind. Your pilot is gone. Your systems are severely damaged. But you still function and you have a mission. Get home. Interesting, evocative text. Um, I think it's good. Uh, there's a couple of, like, grammatic... They're not errors. It's just a, some of the phrasing, uh, I think, could be more punchy um, and more impactful. But really, I think that that's cool. I really like um, the solo games when they open with text like that. Um Essentially, your book is your GM in these, so, like, it needs to really... The book needs to set the tone. Uh, I think this one is doing a pretty decent job of that. Um, Answer these questions. Where are you going? There's a whole list of these. It's just the first one is kind of... Where are you going? I am going to the sea what makes this place out of reach I don't know where it is and I don't see it in sight what systems still work I think one of my optical sensors works but none of my other long range but none of my long range scanners are functioning oh interesting the the next question is what systems are broken alright well what still works um, 
my l one of my legs, uh, one of my hands, and one of my eyes still work. What systems are broken? Uh, my long range thrusters are broken. Uh, one of my legs is broken. One of my arms is missing. Uh, and all of my extra senses are disabled. How has the world changed? It's greener and more lush than I remember. And it feels quiet. But that could just be because I can't detect radio signals anymore. Or it could be something else. Why are you unable to adapt to these changes? I am in disrepair. I don't have a means of fixing myself. It's not something that I was ever built for. If I could find somebody to help me, I could tell them how to fix me, but I can't fix on my myself on my own, and I'm not sure I'll be able to find my way. Hmm. Um, then it's got stuff here for um, when you have multiple people. Uh, so determine turn order. We don't have turn order. Um, at the start of each turn, hmm, whoever's turn it is answers these questions. Well, it's my turn. So what new place have you arrived at? Anywhere? F okay. Um, I think I'm in a wildflower patch, not a full field, under a loose canopy, like a really loose gathering of trees and this underbrush of flowers. Um, oh, actually, or, ah, I see. So it says, what new place have we arrived at? Or if you can no longer move, how has the area changed around us? I think for the first one, I can imagine that like a mech with one damaged leg, like if it's seized up, it can probably slowly move. But I'm actually going to go for how has the area changed around us? Because I think that makes a better sense as a framing device for a first scene. So how has the area changed around us? Anywhere from a day to a decade can pass between turns. This game is about time. Don't be afraid to let it pass you by. That's interesting the area changed around us I think I reboot and I can feel like cracked concrete maybe asphalt underneath me and like a decaying tarp over me and as I like pull that off with my one good arm I can see sunlight streaming through a corrugated roof so how has this place changed around us? I don't really know where I am, but I know that whatever it is, it has fallen into disrepair. Um, it looks like some kind of hangar or warehouse or something, and it started... Well, it's in the severe uh, stages of breaking apart. Uh, now roll a six-sided die. Oh, hang on. A two. On a one to two, something arrives. Okay. You were built to be imposing, but it's been so long since your days on the battlefield, and not everyone recognizes you as a symbol of death you once were. Something or someone makes its presence known to you. Uh, what is it? I think as I wake up... Now, I'm, I'm a mech of some kind, but I think maybe I'm not, like, 
a huge colossal Gundam type mech, I wonder if I'm more something the size of, um, like, like a Gundam mech is like the size of a house, basically. Um, a small house, but a house nonetheless. I think that I'm more of the size of a small car, you know, like a, you know, yeah, a small car. I think I'm probably as tall as a as a two-story house, but I'm not quite uh, as imposing as one. Um, I could fit in the back of a truck really easily. Gundams, for example, cannot. <laughs> Gundams barely fit on trains. Um, yeah. So what is it? I think it is a large animal... I'm not quite sure what animal. It doesn't seem familiar, and I don't have extensive knowledge of animals in my database. Um, how does it react to you? Um, it is curious and sniffing. No, it's not sniffing. It is curious and checking me over. It's eating at the bits of plants that have overgrown me. Um, I sort of sit patiently because I don't really have reason to attack an animal. Um, uh, the next question is irrelevant because if you have companions, how do they react? I don't. Does it stay with you? I think as I start to stand up this animal, um, sort of like jumps away, um, as I try to, like, stand up and I almost fall over. Um, and then I think, uh, as I'm struggling to get my leg moving and stand up on my one good leg and my one broken leg, one, like, seized leg is what I'm imagining, uh, it, uh, it, it sort of follows next to me, watching me and sort of hopping around near me. Uh, yeah. Cool. All right. Um... New scene. I think I... What new place have you arrived at? I think after dragging myself outside and seeing that I'm in some kind of forest... Um, yeah. I, uh, I sort of drag myself towards the trees uh, and start uh, heading uphill through these trees because the only thing I can do is try to get to a higher elevation and see where I'm going. Um, I don't really know where I am. I don't really know how much time's passed. I don't remember being anywhere near a forest when I went offline, but my memories could be corrupted. I know that my pilot is definitely gone and dead by now and that wherever I am, uh, I need to find some kind of peace, and they always... Well, I need to find somewhere to go, more even more so than peace. I need to find somewhere to go, and I might as well go to where they wanted to visit, and that was the sea. So I'm going to try and go to the sea. So I think I'm walking through some woods. Roll a d6. Three. All right, so a three. A three, a three, a three. Three to four, something grows. You were built to destroy, but time has eroded your original purpose away. Life surrounds you and nature always reclaims. 
Something or someone has sprung forth from you. What is it? What is it? I think... So there were plants growing on me before I already established, but I think that there's something growing out of my destroyed arm. And I don't really understand what it is. But as I'm growing up this hill, and I'm now in more sunlight, this plant, almost like a... Maybe a fruiting vine. It doesn't have fruit on it, but it kind of looks like a pumpkin vine or like a watermelon vine or something like that. Growing out of um, my arm. And it's sort of moving in the sun as we stride through these trees. Uh, it definitely is reacting to the light. What caused it? I think... I think that this is something to do with my power source. It was always described as an esoteric fusion plant. Um, in that it wasn't really fusion power, but they did put light elements into it and energy came out and not much else was really understood about it but it worked and it was compact how do i react to it at first i try i almost go to pull it out i think as i notice it like moving and then i stop when i can see that it's reacting to the sunlight and seeing how integrated into me it is and i just leave it i'm not sure why i leave it but I leave it. There's something about it that I think it needs to stay. <laughs> Do you destroy it or let it live? I think I've already sort of answered that. Yeah. And then I think, yeah, I keep climbing, leaving it. Um, cool. I think I'm now at the summit. Yeah. I'm at the top of a hill. I think it's late in the afternoon and I can... See, um, a one again. Something arrives. So we've already sort of read this one out, but um, something or someone makes its presence known to you. I think. I swear I muted that. Um, I think as I get to the top of this hill, I see a um, I see a building. A village, um, and some people in pretty simple clothing come out, um, and a couple of them seem, um, afraid, but not in the way that I would expect. Um, if they were afraid, they wouldn't come outside. They seemed fearful before they came out, and they sort of start gathering up. And then another one of them is talking and sort of steps forward. Uh, how do they, yeah, how do they react to you? Um, yeah, I think they're, that one of them sort of walks forward, um, this person, and they talk to me in a language that appears to be a combination of uh, Mandarin and several other languages um i don't know that much about language but i think it is some sort of uh 
some kind of language based on Mandarin, but with a bunch of other words gathered in and different sentence structure, but I'm able to mostly work out what it, what they're saying. Um, how do they re yeah, how do they react to you? Yeah. And so I think that one of them is talking to me and they seem to be talking about some kind of tithe and I am confused. Um, how do I react to them? I am confused and sort of look around and then, uh, bend, sort of bend down slightly and ask them who they think I am. I think the animal with me that's still following me sort of hops up onto my chassis and sort of, uh, scurries up into my broken and blasted cockpit and, like, nests there, um, as I sort of fall to one knee, uh, to get a bit lower to talking to this person. Um, and I think they're talking about... There's this person and they're talking about a tithe and they can see that I am not reacting and they see the cockpit's blasted open and then I tell them, I don't know who you think I am. And they tell me... uh, They tell me that I seem... No, they ask me if I'm injured or if something's wrong and then I think they sort of let me linger here for some time. And I think maybe I stay for a few days before feeling a pull to move on. Um, and I think, mm, I think we will do, uh, yeah, how has the area changed around us? I think, you know, and it says to embrace time passing. I think maybe I stay, what if I stayed here for a while? What if I stayed here for a season? I think I stayed here for a season sort of being about this place and then how has the area changed i think that it started to rain more um and they tell me that once the rain stop uh the tax collectors will be back the tax collectors that they thought i was one of uh and so maybe there seems to be a desire that they want me to do something about that and I'm not quite sure I can interfere. Um, or, no, I think it's very clear they want something from me, but I don't I don't have the ability to infer what that means. I don't know what it is they want unless they ask directly, um, and it's not something that they want to ask directly about, I think. And so, mostly, how has time changed? The seasons have transitioned, and it is now this wet season. Uh, roll a six-sided die. A five. Cool. Something breaks. You were built to last, but only to a point. You're already damaged, and anyone who would uh, who would have understood how to give you the repairs you need is long gone. Something or someone breaks. What is it? I think my... I think... My... What do I have left to break? I think maybe some of my armor paneling, like, falls off. Like, whatever attaches that armor to me, I think some of that breaks and some armor panels fall off my, uh, torso, but also my seized leg. 
Um, and so I'm, in effect, wasting away. Uh, what caused it? I think we see that plant that's growing out of my arm is also like worked its way under my plating and I can see that it's like gone through my chest and is down in my leg and it's not wrapped around my joints it's sort of covering the outside of my leg I don't know what that means how do you react to it I think I think I react by being I think I'm confused as to what is going on I think this might have something to do with my reactor. And I'm worried that I might be breaking in an unpredictable way. And I'm worried that if too much of my armor breaks, then my shielding on my reactor is going to break. And that will injure these people that I am with. And I am worried about their health if I stay. I think that people don't really understand that or why I would be worried about that. Um, can you continue with what you have left? I think I can, and I think I have to resolve to move on. And I think they don't understand why I'm leaving, and I don't really know how to explain it to them. Um, and so I just leave in the middle of the night. Um, the little animal that has been living in my cockpit um following me off into the uh rain um yeah um we arrive at somewhere new i guess the start of each turn yeah what new place have we arrived at i think this is a river sometime after that i think the it's still a rainy season, but I, th- I think it's still a rainy season, but perhaps it's later. You know what? Yeah, anyway, we'll see how we go with this. It's definitely a river. Three. Three to four, something gross. Something grows, rather. Um, I think more of my armor plating has fallen off. Um, on all of my torso now is covered by this growth. The plant out of my arm, my destroyed arm, is now, like, almost arm shaped itself and is starting to move like an arm I can't tell if it's responding to me or if it's moving on its own it doesn't feel like I have control of it but then again when I look to it it moves differently Um, most of my torso armor has come off my leg my seized leg isn't Agile, but it moves more now. Um, mm. Yeah. What caused it? I think... I don't know. I had an idea before about it being part of this reactor, but... I don't know. In truth. It's just sort of a thing that I am. And more and more as it spreads about me, I feel like I'm becoming something. And that feeds into how I react to it. I think... I'm afraid about what it, about the fact that it's going to change me into something, but at the same time, it feels like becoming something new. Um, a few more of the animals, um, like that one that had followed me are now following me. I think there's a small group of them, three or four, and I think they're kind of like, I think they are similar to 
to like cassowaries, except a bit more, a less territorial, and more climby. Um, a little bit smaller, although cassowary is pretty small by giant bird standards. Um, a little bit smaller than a cassowary. Um, but yeah, something a bit smaller than a person, but still, yeah. And there's like five or so of them. Um, and they seem to be more about me and like more insects and stuff are crawling into my, into my chassis and I'm noticing like other plants starting to spawn on this as we, on this other like weird vine thing as if it's their seeds have been caught in it and it has allowed them to grow out of them um and as we transition out of that wet season i'm sort of flowering more um yeah um do you destroy it or let it live i i think i embrace this thing and i let it remain because i don't feel as alone now it's a weird uh, family that I have gathered, but it's a family, and it can't replace my pilot, but it's still good. Um, I think... What do we do? I don't actually know how this game ends. Ah, as stuff breaks. Cool. So, every time you get a five to six. Um, cool. What new place have we arrived at? I think we're now at a... Lagoon. After having followed that river for some time, um, I guess maybe not a lagoon. Maybe it's a lake. I can't really tell. I definitely feel like I've been going downhill. I know that generally all water flows to the sea, but I also know that it can take a long time for that to happen. Uh, so we'll see. A one. Something arrives. I think. I've been walking around this lake trying to understand where the ocean could be from here and trying to decide if this is how I'm going to settle in. And then a mech. Not like me. Not from the war that I remember. But there are design aspects to it that are reminiscent of that. It's not something... It is something old, but it is something younger than me. Um, uh, appears out of the... Uh, in the distance as I'm walking around this lake. Uh, and I can hear a pilot in it shouting at me. Um... Yeah, how does it react to you? It shouts at me, and then it starts to speed towards me. Uh, it doesn't have any... If it has guns, it's not using them. But it is carrying, like, a halberd-looking thing. Um, it's not the energy weapons that I remember, but it's a more... It's like a big halberd made out of steel. Um, how do I react to it? I'm kind of nervous and I shield my chest where the family of animals weird bird things are living I sort of shield my chest with my plant arm and my other arm as this thing approaches me um 
And then as it gets closer, I panic because I don't have a way to defend against that. And I run into the woods. Um, does it stay with you? No. I'm running through this bush, back into the trees. Um, I'm just trying to keep this weird family <laughs> alive now uh, as I run from this whatever it is. Um, cool. So, no, it doesn't stay with me. Um, I think now I'm more cautious and I'm more afraid and I start to notice the plants on my uh, on my primarily um, plant based arm I start to notice those plants growing into a tighter knot work and more thick knotty bits of wood growing from it and not like spikes more like um, wooden scales almost. It's like thick bark, shingles of wood growing. Um, and we are in a sort of more open rolling hills place. And I'm worried that will be spotted, but I see, uh, um, I see mountain ranges across these rolling hills. I cross these rolling hills, I get to those mountains, I go up high, maybe I can find this sea that I've been searching for. And so I'm in some rolling hills. Let's roll the dice. A five! Something breaks. I think as I'm crossing this hill, I start to notice my um, vision becoming impaired, almost like the, it's harder to move and focus the lens and I feel like cracks or something spreading across my one remaining lens. Um, and so, yeah, I'm a bit worried about that. Uh, and then I think... can't believe that went off. And then I think that eventually that eye breaks. And I'm left with just the last remaining image of what I saw. And that was the mountains ahead of me. And I just have to try and hold that course to the best of my ability. And I just try to keep going. I'm not quite sure why. Because I won't be able to see the ocean from up there. But I sort of keep... Walking? Yeah. Um, I think what caused it was just wear and tear, and it had to break eventually, I suppose. Uh, and all the other questions I think are answered. Can I continue with what I have left? Yes, but to what end? Um, and how I react to it, I think is pretty clearly covered. Um, I think next is probably how has the area changed? And I think that the area's changed... Now, the we've cycled through seasons as we've slowly walked across this place, and now the hills are in bloom. I can tell that from the sounds that have changed around me and the buzzing. Um, I can hear bees and the way the bird things in my chest chirp is different, and the scent is different which I didn't know I could smell, but I guess I can. 
Um, four. Something grows. Um, I think my, I think the plant that's growing around me is becoming more intertwined with me and I can't see anymore, but I can tell where the light is shining from and I can feel where water is coming from and I have a sense of things around me. I can feel my reactor changing and I can feel a sense of almost a kind of awareness of things changing. It's harder to access my memories of before and not because I'm shutting them out, but because they are of little interest. And I sort of feel what the things that live around me need. When a storm is approaching, I can feel it charging the air. I can feel the fear in the things that are living inside me. And I know the kind of shelter to seek and how to find it. And I feel the way when I stop the plants around me become invigorated and I feel connected to them like I'm temporarily becoming rooted to that area um yeah do you destroy it or let it live I think I think I let it live um and I think I stop moving as much and I'm not really trying to seek that mountain anymore or that sea um how has the area changed around us? I think I can still move, but it feels like when I move... Yeah, I've become more rooted, but that's more in a spiritual sense than physical. I'm not, like, physically rooted in the ground because then I couldn't move. But I think the area around me has become more luscious and more... Um, there are more animals and things here, and there's more life here than before. Like, it was rolling hills, which is not, like, barren... But now there are more animals and things that are supported by this place. Um, and let's roll again. Please be a five. You know, I'm actually just going to choose a five and a six because I think that this is probably a good place to stop it. Um, I think my uh, the last of my systems is sort of flaked away now. And I am primarily... <laughs> A bunch of plants uh, support holding up a metal strut bolted to a strange, hard to understand reactor, quote unquote. Um, and I think what breaks is all of those little parts that were remaining. And I think my reactor, not my reactor, my memory archive and the ability to access it breaks and now I can't connect to it And but also I don't really have any knowledge of that and I don't really under have I think all of the things inside me that made me a machine just a machine have broken and now the engine that gave me life has 
become completely unchained from those mechanical constraints. And I think what's caused it is these plants getting into the reactor and feeding off of it and changing it. I think, uh, I, yeah, and I, I think I, can I continue with what I have left? I think I continue, but it's not the same. Um, so let's see what happens. If everything breaks, describe what happens to your remains. Yeah, I think eventually I become mostly set in place at the heart of this new... It's not a forest, but this new wilderness. Um, if you describe that you no longer need to finish your mission, describe... If you decide, rather, that you no longer need to finish your mission, describe where you stay and why. Yeah. I think I become stationary at the heart of this wilderness, but... I can still move when it needs protecting. And I think I become... I've turned from this avatar of war into a kind of guardian of this place. I'm almost like an elemental, I suppose. Um, And I stay here because I am an important part of this ecosystem. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That is a really interesting game. Um, I like it. Uh, it's, it's hard to, it's hard to decide what I really want to say about it, but I think perhaps most importantly is that it, um, it's got pretty decent prompts Except after you do them once, you kind of, like, don't really need to answer the questions anymore. Like, once you've done one of each type of scene... And this isn't bad. Once you've done one of each type of scene, you kind of just need to know what kind of scene you're doing after that. And then you kind of can follow the steps on your own and just sort of put together um, the vibe of that. I kind of liked it. I thought it was cool. Um, The themes are really nice. The prompts are... The evocative text describing what the reason for the prompts are are really good. The actual questions themselves are kind of... Eh, and I think you could actually roll... There's a separation between the evocative text and then the questions that it prompts you to ask. And I think you could kind of roll those into one a bit more. Um, this works really well. I just... I think that... They don't need to be as separated as they are. You don't have to have... You were built to last, but only to a point. You are only damaged... You, you're damaged. Uh, blah, 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 blah. You, no one can repair you. Something breaks. So on and so forth. And then your six questions about, you know, what happens and how you feel about it and why it happened and can you continue. Like, those two things are separate here you could make them interconnected and one. Um, uh, yeah, I just... And so, like, the the text describing it is somewhat evocative, and then the questions are... They're good questions. They're just not written out in a way that I think optimizes good answers. And I think if the evocative texts and the questions were one sort of thing then that would work better, um, for me, anyway, um, but it's good. I, I want it to feel a bit more poetic, I guess, is what I'm saying. Um, 
Yeah, I really liked it. It is, I think, perhaps something at the beginning to indicate how to know when stuff's gonna end, because I didn't actually know, and if I didn't know anything about games, then I wouldn't have even, I might not have even thought to read ahead um, to find that out, um, and even then I didn't think about it till right in the middle of the game. Um, yeah, knowing what the end condition is gonna be is worth it. Like, for example, um, you could put a thing at the beginning, put, uh, yeah, you could have something in the thing before it says roll a six-sided dice. You could say, it could say, roll a six-sided dice to determine what kind of scene you're doing. Um, once you, once all of your parts are broken, um, uh, the game ends or whatever. Um, that's pretty bad writing <laughs> the way that I just phrased it, but something like that, something before you begin to indicate what the fin finish condition is, because as like a guided play experience, you might not necessarily think to read ahead. Like, yeah, like if I, I could have just kept rolling forever and I wouldn't have known when to stop basically. Um, which is kind of on me because it felt like a play experience where I didn't need to read the whole thing to begin playing, but maybe I should have. So that's, it could go either way. It's not a bad design. I just think that it would work better as a game if there was a thing at the beginning saying what the, what the ending condition is, what the thing that triggers the end of the game is. Um, I really liked it though. Um, it kind of felt like relaxing and it did tell a really different mech story. So that's cool. Like a lot of the other ones that I've done, even the ones that like I reacted to as being like really amazing, like they told pretty typical mech stories more or less. Nothing. I mean, last week's one where it was about being stranded on a planet, that was really different. Um, and not like something that I've seen in the mech genre before. This also like, pulls on some familiar tropes, but overall is kind of a new experience, um, and kind of, I mean, they're all unique experiences, but this tells a kind of mech story that I feel has not been told as often, um, at the very least, and I can't think of anything, like, exactly like this, where a robot, I, maybe short circuit? is a bit like this, except Johnny Five's not really trying to get anywhere. But I think that's probably the closest example that I can think of, is Short Circuit with Johnny Five. Um, there's probably other examples. I'm sure that this um, uh, designer was influenced by a bunch of stuff, but yeah. Um, if you play... It's got a couple of notes down the bottom here. If you play this, let me know. Um... They are absolutely bees on Twitter. Um, and I think this might be a modified version of another game called Saplings and Fog. It says Sapling and Fogs by Ed Dunans, 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 uh, obtained and modified under Creative Commons license. I don't know what part of that is referenced in here or whether this basic game format is that. Um... Either way, I think Reclaimed is a really excellent game, and I think that you should play it. Uh, if you're listening to this, you can find it on... Well, I'm sure you can find it at the link in the description down below. Um, 
and probably on itch, considering that it was one of the Emotional Mocha Game Jam games. Um, but for now, uh, I'm Ray. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, and you should go track this down and play it. Uh, yeah, farewell from the past.